What's taking place in Palestine is horrendous. The people of Gaza, who have survived ethnic cleansing, three wars and a 16-year siege, are now facing the biggest attacks ever mounted against them. This will only stop if governments like ours demand that it stop. Here are some ways that you can keep yourself informed and involved. Listen in to Palestine Remembered every Saturday morning at 9.30am or listen to the podcast. Join the APAN mailing list at apan.org.au for updates, news about actions you can get involved in and where you can donate to provide humanitarian assistance. Listen to other news and current affairs programs on 3CR that also cover Palestine. The oppression of the Palestinian people has been going on for 75 years. It has to stop. You can be part of making that happen by staying informed and active. APAN is a proud supporter of 3CR. Salam Radio Show acknowledges that the land from which we're broadcasting is the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. The colonial project is ongoing and continues to disenfranchise First Nation people. I recognize that sovereignty has never been ceded and like to pay my respect to elders past, present and emerging. Always was always will be Aboriginal land. Salam, Salam y'all, and welcome to Salam Radio Show. Uh, we're here on air on 3CR 855 AM. I'm here with a special guest. His name is Mohammed Hassan, and um, he's a youth community engagement worker in Fitzroy Atherton Garden for the past six years and a member of Yara Resident Voice Group for the last three years. Hi, I'm going to call you Hamoudi. Hi, Hamoudi. How's it going? Hey, man. How are you doing? How <laughs> yeah. are you? <laughs> yeah, good. Um, so yeah, today we were at the protest. How how was it? How did you feel? About um, it? The vibe was good today. Yeah, it was a lot of energy, beautiful people out there, yeah. except um, some negative people out there too. But yeah. it was okay. Yeah. I heard about a couple that comes and shout at the crowd yeah, and swear. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I like the yeah. crowd. They handled it well. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's hard not to get affected or you know, be provoked by these kind of things. It is, um, it is. But we're here together and we're out there in numbers and this speaks louder than, it does. you know, a person or two shouting at the crowd for, you know, um, really s- racist reasons. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're talking about the Palestinian protest that happens every Sunday from 12 p.m. 
uh, at the State Library and continu continues throughout the um, marshes throughout the city, all the way to Parliament, where there's um, at the end you'd have like a, a an amazing array of musicians and drummers and um, all performing for Palestine. Um, but yeah, on today's show we're gonna talk about a specific topic and. Um, we're all like coming to the conclusion that it's all related. So um, what we want to highlight today is that the Victorian government plans to demolish 44 public houses um, and there's a protest going on. Yes. Uh, would you like to tell us more about it? Well, the protest is happening on the 23rd. Yeah. At 2 o'clock in Atherton Garden. Mm -hmm. That's when everyone, and I would love to encourage everyone to join us on that day. And, yeah, just to speak out and send our voice out to the Labour government. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hamoudi, so you are a resident yes. in um, the Atherton Garden uh, building um, in Fitzroy. And you've been living there for six years. Can you tell us um, how did it first start and how is it like living there? Um, so I didn't grow up in Melbourne. I, w I grew up in Adelaide, South Australia. Mm-hmm. I grew up there, I went to school there, I moved to Melbourne maybe around 2009 at the start. I was living in Reservoir mm. um, with my two sisters and yeah, um, I started living there for a while. Then for some reason I seen Fitzroy mm. and the high rise, the community, everything, it just reminded me of like back home. I grew up in Alexandria, Egypt. Mm. And we all have like high rises, and that's where we grew up our last time. <laughs> so I had some sort of like belongings within the flats, you know. Mm. So that's what attracted me, and yeah, that's where I started my journey in Fitzroy. Started living with the community and working with the community also. Yeah, you do lots of work for youth and work with family families as well, and um, your role is very important here in Melbourne. And you are one of the residents. In yeah. the flats, yeah. so this is these are the kind of people living there, people doing good for the community, wanting to improve things for, you know, for everyone, and wanting to be part of a, a solid community. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, um, I remember coming to your house. You invited me on Ramadan for yeah. iftar. Yeah, I remember too. <laughs> uh, that was very beautiful, and one of the resident co cooked for us yeah. mehshi. Yeah. Uh, and it tasted amazing. Um, can you, yeah, and your apartment is really beautiful and you had all your friends from the building as well come and join and really felt like a beautiful community space. Um, and there's lots of positivity in there. Um, can, yeah, tell me more about like your friends, like who lives in those uh, places? Well, the flats is like literally multicultural, like from people from different backgrounds. Mm. And as you said, like um, in Ramadan, that's when we all come together and share a meal and, you know, get together. But I don't know, it just feels like family. Mm. Everyone you know around you, downstairs, you start your day, you see your local stores, your coffee shop, mm. everybody knows everyone, you know? So it's like um, a very, very strong community and they're trying to take that away from us. So, yeah. Mm, yeah, definitely. Um, so let's talk a little bit, uh, give a bit of summary of what's going on. I'll just read out an article that I've read. Um, 
I'll uh, cite the website later. I'll just try to find it. Um, so on the 20th of September 2023, the Victorian government released its housing statement, a major package of government investment and reforms in housing. Part of the plan is to demolish significant public housing estates across the state, including all 44 public housing towers across Melbourne by 2051. According to the age, the 10,000 public housing residents were informed of the decision by Homes Victoria via leaflets the day after the announcement. At this stage, it is intended that the public housing towers in Carlton, North Melbourne and Flemington will be replaced with 30,000 30, new dwellings, of which only 11,000 will be earmarked for social housing, and the remaining 19,000 dwellings will be private housing. Is there more to add to add to that? Um, uh, no, um, I just want to say how they actually did the announcement. Yeah. So when the premier did the announcement, the second day, Home Victoria's had like printed um, papers and dropped it in people's houses and saying, "This is what we're doing." This is um, so. I felt like they knew the plans, but they never shared it with the residents earlier. Yeah, no consultation. No consultation. Yeah. Um, not enough information about uh, where p- moving people. Like mm. there was not enough information or yeah nothing. Yeah. So how like you tell us about the experience? So you woke up and you had a leaflet. Literally, yeah, yeah. A leaflet. And then that's when we heard the announcement. And did you call your friends? Called my friends. Everyone, yeah. everybody was shocked. We called housing. Mm. Um, but that's when I we ended up having the meeting with the uh, resident voice group. Mm. We also had some members from Home Victoria and came to discuss with us the plans and stuff, but still, it was not enough um, information. So if they want to demolish the flats and have modern homes, but then they're actually making, creating more homelessness. Yeah, exactly. They're not, they're not fixing the problem. Yeah, um, like, there is a difference yeah. between uh, social housing and public housing. Public housing, yeah. And there's not going to be public housing, uh, housing after they demolish these uh, buildings and uh, from my knowledge uh, public housing is run by government runs by home victoria. homes victoria while social ha- housing will be run by private um organization or something like that um well the plans is for them to build more houses what they're saying there will mm. be public housing but i don't think there will be public housing mm. um i feel like they just trying to push out everyone even in london mm. they're also changing that too like i've heard um they um they're kicking out people from the houses saying the buildings are not safe mm. and people are struggling to where to go mm. i just saw it recently in the news also yeah yeah so just to explain for i'm sure a lot of 3c artists know this but public housing how does it work how would you so public housing is for low incomers Mm. And um, for people like that, like probably new arrivals to Australia mm. that can't afford to pay high rent. Yeah. So they pay like 20% of their, 25% of their income. Mm. And yeah, so imagine changing all that to social housing and private, with private developers, with with moms and single moms with four children. Or yeah, which... Wh- where are they going to go? Yeah, and... You know, th- it's probably going to increase to 30%. Yeah, 30%, 35%. is deemed um, very harsh and um, 
dangerous, like yeah. I guess for uh, yeah, you know, for people who don't have enough income. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So they need to be very clear, and they haven't for a reason. And the fact that you know a, a large portion of the the land will go to private yeah. housing for developers to make money. It's very clear that it's all about money at the moment, and it's there's no care for the community. But even so, just um, displacing that much amount of people with not enough, you know, consultation or information on where they're gonna go in between um, is very harmful to to the community, um, and like saying that those flats are not you know they need to go like daniel andrew was talking about it like they need to go they're not in good condition is exaggerated you've and seen you've seen the condition of my yeah, place your exactly so your apartment was actually very livable and it's better than any place i've rented so we all know that rental estate in in australia has a big problem where um uh, you know, landlords do not fix their properties, and then the renters are caught in between. If they complain, they'll their lease did, did not get renewal, and if they don't and live with this situation, it's 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 might be the easier option, but that means a lot of houses are not livable. So, like, fix that first. This is a private property issue. 100%. And like, um, yeah, from going to to your building in your apartment, for me, it seemed like a very livable place. Yeah, yeah. And there is actually a report saying that uh, if it's it's more environmentally friendly and feasible economically to just um, fix whatever issues those flats are rather than uh, demolishing them and building... Um, yeah, new, yeah, new, new estate. Also for um, for Fitzroy, like Aston Garden is such a like a history building. Mm. Not only to us, like also to the First Nation. Yeah, as like it used to belong to them, and yeah, it's just hard. So there's a there's also like um, a call for it to be a historical listed. Yes, so it, yeah, yeah, in 2020 we heritage actually tried it, to do it on heritage listing, correct? Mm. Um, but we'll try again. Yeah. To put on her heritage listing because it's just yeah. Yeah, um, there's just like some facts that I'd like to share with our listeners. So according to the state government, the towers are no longer fit for modern living, and are unable to be retrofitted, and therefore need to be demolished. However, leading experts from the RMIT Center of Urban Research argue that there is no publicly available evidence to support this proposition and that demolishing the towers will in fact likely end further to the current shortage of public housing. Demolition will displace the closely linked refugee and migrant communities that have called these estates home for years. Um, uh, and uh, the uh, refurbishment can be done in a way that maintain interests of both residents and the government. And like currently, there is more than 65,000 applicants on the Victorian Housing Register. So there's already a need for more public housing. And the amount that they claim that they're gonna increase social housing 
um, is very little, very modest, and it's not gonna fix the problem because it's increasing. So you have to at least meet those demands first as well, rather than go on this big profitable projects and profit off the back of those communities, um, at which whom they have the right um, inter under international law to um, stay. But unfortunately, like in Victoria, um, there is no concrete law that you know states that right and no. um, and and the people who are very you know disadvantaged and not and don't have high income cannot afford having lawyers and fight this in court. Hundred percent against yeah. you know the government who will probably win. So it's like a loose loose scenario and it's it's horrible. Um, but yeah, so I guess like just to make this show a little bit um, fun and engaging, um, I know you love music and the community there loves to listen to a lot of, you know, beautiful uh, worldly songs. So how about we play we play one of those tracks that you recommended. Yeah. Um, let's start with Eliana. I'm just gonna look it up and play it. So tell us a little bit about Eliana, if you know much about her. Um, all I know, she's a Palestinian Chilean singer. Yeah. And she started doing covers on YouTube. Mm. Yeah. And then now she got signed and she's a star. Yeah, yeah, she's so beautiful and her voice is really incredible as well. So we'll uh, play one of her recent tracks. I'm 
3CR is about community and we welcome your participation at the station. 3CR is open to a wide diversity of volunteers and is a great way to connect with Melbourne's activist community. Have you ever thought about volunteering, doing a reception shift, getting a program on air, training in radio skills or contributing to one of the station's committees? There are many ways to be involved at 3CR. To find out more, go to 3cr.org.au and get in touch. Hey, what's up? We're Teether and Kui Neil, and we're asking you to support Radical Radio 3CR. You can do this by subscribing either by calling on 039-419-8377 or online at 3cr.org.au slash subscribe. Solidarity with Palestine this Sunday. With the most devastating attack ever launched on the people of Gaza, it's time for all of us to stand in solidarity with the Palestinian people. Israel has waged war on the Palestinians for the last 75 years. The Nakba, ethnic cleansing, occupation of the West Bank, East Jerusalem and Gaza. Israel has now imposed a total blockade on Gaza and declared war stopping food, electricity and fuel and launching an all-out attack. We have to mobilise to show our support for Palestine. 12pm State Library this Sunday. Rally to demand freedom and justice for Palestine. No war on Gaza. Free Palestine Melbourne is a 3CR supporter. You're tuning to Salam Radio Show. I'm your host, Marushti, and I'm here with Hamoudi, who is a youth commu- and community engagement worker in Fitzroy Atherton Garden and a member of your resident voice group. Hi, Hamoudi, how's it going? Well, welcome back. We're, yeah. back. we're back again. We're back again. Um, I guess, like, um, yeah, in summary, why would you... We're talking about the plan of the government to demolish 44 public housing uh, in Victoria and yeah I wanted to ask you Hamoudi why should people and there is a protest sorry happening on, on the 23rd Saturday at two o'clock the 23rd Afton Garden yeah. next to the basketball court under 140 mm. so are you expecting many people to come to yes, this protest definitely yeah. Yeah. yeah and why do you think people should join this protest um they should join because it would depends on actually people's future because mm. like even with it with the Fitzroy, it's not going to happen like within a year or two so they come in for Fitzroy within 10 years mm. so it's like telling people like don't worry that's not going to happen now it's in 10 years mm. but people still worried about their future like people just moved in settling and mm. stuff so it's like not a home for them yeah to yeah. be living in a constant state of fear of losing Literally. your house yeah it's not a nice no. situation no. to be in. And there's no backup plan. Mm. So maybe if they have a, a, a good backup plan, mm. then yes. But there's no plan. There's no, yeah, mm. there's no secure future for us. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, for the listeners, 
If you care about our diverse community, please join this protest. It's very important. It's on the 23rd of December at Atherton Garden near the foot basketball court. Um, and there's, you know, there's details on our Instagram page, Salam Radio Show. Um, you can also follow Hamudi and yeah, and check out what he's up to. Um, uh, the tag is at Fitzroy Kings. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> a bit of a promo here, but it's all for good reasons. So, um, Hamudi, tell us about the diversity of the community there. Like, where um, do people come from? Like, how? Yeah. We have um, we have Afghan, Somalian, South Sudanese. Mm. We got we have uh, Greek. We have Albanians. We have Afghan. I said Afghan. Already. Yeah. yeah. It's like literally from mm. all over Vietnamese, mm. um, yeah, from all yeah. over. Yeah, and that's like the the main thing that I like about Nam is that yeah, wherever you go, you're bound to meet someone from a different place, different story, um, and the diversity is very important in everything in art, in music, in culture, in food. Um, we can't we can't just enjoy the works of those people without standing by them and defending their right to have a house, have a roof on top of their head. Like we already have a big housing, you know, a big homeless problem, and rent is very expensive for those who already work, you know, and like work in corporate jobs or anything like that. So imagine if someone's disadvantaged and new to this country, like how much potential we're losing. And yeah, it's it's really disheartening to hear that. Yeah, I remember um, council also had the event one time in Fitzroy. Um, there was actually a little girl that came up and actually had a letter. Mm. And she said to them, can you guys not demolish our, our home? Mm. And then she's like, I just moved in. <laughs> and she goes, if you guys are going to demolish our homes and move us out, could you bring my friends with me? So she started calling all this list of names. <laughs> so she's like, we have to live together, put us together. If you're going to move us, move us together. So see, that's, so everyone has like sense of mm. belonging and connect, connected. Mm. So, and there's a lot of people that don't, don't want to move. Like even they're saying if they're going to move, move us all together. Yeah, fair. So they they don't want to actually be separated. Yeah. So how they how they gonna accommodate that for us? Mm. Mm. This is where consultation is important. Okay, you want to make money from this, at least consult. Make sure that you're meeting the demands of those people that you are affecting. Mm -hmm. This is a basic role of what government can do. Yeah. And they're not doing none of that. You know, like they're just handed out leaflets. The next day, they already made the decision. And it's just very shameful that this is how the yeah. government is behaving. And and I, and yeah. I know families that moved out of Fitzroy. Mm. I know, like, they moved out of Fitzroy into Western Suburb, into Eastern. Mm. But some of them find a way to actually move back to Fitzroy because mm. they struggled out there because there's no such belongings. They have community. Mm. They struggled at school. So imagine having building that community and then just, like, movie app being isolated somewhere else mm. just hard as well yeah yeah and that kid that was speaking like kids say, speak the truth and i feel like we need to listen to them now like kids are out protesting for palestinian children who are dying every day 
we are at a stage where children are protesting, children are being killed, children, children having to be political as children well. Children have more common sense than adults. Yeah. Oh my God. Well said. Because um, yeah, common sense is not common yeah. anymore. No, anymore, no, it's not as common my anymore. friend Russia keeps saying. Um, but yeah, it's 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 crazy because it's you know when we see you know kids talking about this and being hurt and you know it's our future it's our continuity and yeah we need to care about that we need to listen to to the kids the future generation <laughs> the future yeah. generation um which are having to grow up faster than what they need to kids are meant to play meant to you know laugh and and uh, you know enjoy life and and then the I the problems come, but they're having to face these issues now, and it's heartbreaking. Yeah, mm. some kids are not living their childhood. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. You were telling me there's the same thing happening in England. In London, yes. London. So yeah, they saying the. Um, Could you come closer to the mic? Yeah. They were saying that the high rise is not safe. Also, and you guys need to move out. Um. Yeah. I think it was um, way in London. Yeah, so the this is just to show that um, it's all the same kind of government <laughs> everywhere in the Western world and the same issues are happening elsewhere as well. And this is capitalism, imperialism, where the least privileged come last and are not considered as normal human beings. And yeah, so um, so that was in yeah. the, um, southwest England, mm. Bristol, Bristol, yeah. In Bristol, yeah. Um, should we play a couple more songs? You recommended a really nice collection of music. Yes, please. We'll start with Mokawim by Julia. Julia Boutros, amazing singer. One of my favorite songs. Yeah, let's do this. Tu 
that was Julia Boutrous Wain El Malayin, which in, in the song she calls upon the Arabic leaders and the Arabic people to stand up and fight. Um, and this song was actually um, remixed by Dina Abdel Wahid, who is uh, an amazing electronic artist, um, Tunisian background, I believe. Um, a lot of people who love electronic mu music and experimental music would know of her. Um, before that, I played a song recommended by Hamoudi Mukawim by Julia Boutros, the voice, the voice of revolution in the Middle East, I guess. Her, her voice is incredible. Um, I love that a lot of the tracks you sent me are female artists, so let's keep going. I'm here with Hamoudi. Hey, Hamoudi. We can also play Shaban Abdurrahim. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. So, this song is amazing. It's funny. Um, and it's called Ana Bakra Israel by Shaban Abdurrahim. Yeah, um, that song came out like early 2000. Mm. Let me find it. Can you tell us a little bit about this guy? He's a popular, popular kind of music. Yes, he's a popular um, um, Egyptian artist. Mm. And he is, I would say, comedian as well, like a funny artist. Mm -mm. But we like him. Yeah, he has the best haircut too. <laughs> no? <laughs> um, I really love the aesthetics of Egyptian you know, popular artists and Maharaganat music, I guess. And they're all like really out there, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's I remember, cool. I remember it was actually a problem for them singing, uh, singing Maharaganat. It was like, mm. some people were against, against that, you know, in Egypt. Like, like, oh, oh, it was censored and there was a, you know, a, a syndicate. Put it was a place. whole political movement yeah. against <laughs> Maharaganat. <laughs> yeah, Maharaganat yeah. is so cool. And, mm. um, you know, people say they always like reminisce about old Egyptian art, but mm -hmm. I really believe new Egyptian art and you know the drill and trap and and Maharaganat music is you know very revolutionary and creative and and um yeah and like interesting to listen to. There's nothing like it. Yeah, with Maharaganat, what I like about it is like unfiltered. Unfiltered, yeah. Unfiltered, you get to say and express however you want to mm -hmm. represent yourself. Because mm. uh, uh, Egypt has a long history of censorship, of music that wasn't deemed yeah. um, a classy or high standard mm -hmm. in accordance to the government. Yeah. So you did have incredible musicians like Abdul Halim Hafiz and Um Kulsum and um, Olden Days Izam and Gamil yeah mm. um, but at the same time that's just like a small portion of what was going on in Egypt and there was at the time of when cassettes were popular and anyone can record at home on cassettes there were lots of you know amateur they call them amateur but I think it's just artists lots yeah. of artists who started making their own songs and some of some of the music was sexual or like was about alcohol or whatever and uh, a lot of it got censored and you know we never know about it right now except if you have those old cassettes yeah um it would be amazing if maybe there is a movement to or like a an initiative 
to recover some of those archives. Yeah, even yeah. the old um, how they used to do Mawels, is it Mawel? Mawel, yeah, I love Mawel. And um, yeah. Baladi, Baladi songs. Baladi music, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Baladi is like, you know, popular, fun, mm. kind of dancey, yeah. you know, music. Um, but yeah, speaking about uh, popular music in Egypt, let's, la- let's play Bakrah Israel by uh, Shaban Abdul Rahim. Don't run 
الحسيد وألفك قرايد من يرضى الظلمين من يرضى الظلمين واكره يهود براك عشان دمك تقيل والناس كلها كرهك واكره اسرائيل واكره يهود براك واكره اسرائيل واكره يهود براك عشان دمه تقيل والناس كلها كرهك ايه طول عمر مصر ناسية وبتستحمل كتير ولكن لما تغضب اهي سحبة السفير Shaban Abdurrahim, Bakrah Israel, meaning I hate Israel, which is fair enough. <laughs> um, we have a lot of songs to share, um, but just a reminder you're tuning to Salam Radio Show, and this show is uh, an invite to join the protest um, against the demolition of public housing that's happening on the 23rd of. December um, at two o'clock at Atherton Garden. Yeah, basketball court. Yeah, remember (laughs) and be there if you can. Um, Yeah, well, yeah. I guess for the second section of the show, we're gonna just play music, get to know Hamoudi a bit more, and chill. Hamoudi. Yes. Tell us about Egypt, a little bit about Egypt. Oh, I love Egypt. Yeah. So I'm from um, Alexandria. Mm. Um, that's where the beach mm-hmm. history built by Alexander the Great. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. But also, you got to check Alexandria out too. Yeah, go there. Yeah, I've been to Egypt. When did I go? Like almost a year, a year ago. And or more, more than a year ago, and I was at awe at how 
beautiful it is like the 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 monuments that you see there are you know nothing compares you know i've i've traveled to europe i've seen other countries um but egypt has left a really big impression on me even though i visited earlier like but i didn't stay long enough and this last time i went I took a boat to Aswan and Luxor and I traveled by myself and the people there were very welcoming and and beautiful. Um, I took a, a rain, a t I, I say this, a lot of people who know me would know the story, but I took a train. Unfortunately in Egypt there's a lot of different classes, so there's people who are rich, people who are uh, like uh, middle class, middle class yeah. and people who are very very poor yeah. and it's v a very densely populated Cairo, Cairo specifically is very densely populated place and if you book anything it gets sold out it was in a s minute even a train ride so I was helped by an Egyptian friend to go to the train station which was supposed to be less than 10 minutes away from where we were but it took us an hour because of the traffic. <laughs> and then we get to the train station. And it's very hard to find a park and blah, blah, And I go into the train station um, to book a ticket for the next day. And my friend tells me, book a VIP ticket. I'm like, okay. And I go into the counter. I don't even say anything. And the guy prints me a ticket. And it's like, um, it's not a VIP ticket. It's either number one or two. And there's carriages, like, so VIP ticket is, like, aircon, um, like, less luxury. populated, more luxury. And then the lesser you go, the uh, more uncomfortable. Yeah, even the seating is uncomfortable, too. Yeah, yeah, the seatings are uncomfortable. And it was, like, the funniest ride I took. Because um, the whole train ride, even though it was, you, you know, it wasn't as comfortable nor... There was aircon or anything like that, but it's just beautiful sceneries. And then um, every now and then, that is the funniest part. A person would storm in the carriage and start doing a commercial about a product that he's selling that is useless to you, especially <laughs> when you're traveling. Like these giant lights or gi giant balloons with happy birthday on them or like, you know, like crazy, crazy stuff that are really fun to look at and um so yeah it was the whole trip was a long egyptian comedy film with lots of ads and stuff um so that was a really interesting and fun experience to have the long uh, the train took us so long like uh, it's supposed to be 10 hours took us 12 hours to get took me to get to Luxor and then I get to Luxor and it's just so beautiful like the the first thing you see is you, you know the Luxor monument in the city and then I took a boat across the river to stay on the uh, farmers um, side of town so one side is the city the, the other side is where the farmers stay and I stayed in a really beautiful place where there was a horse and a garden and um, yeah, it was such a beautiful experience. I actually haven't been, so yeah, I yeah. Been to Highly recommend to go south as well, not just Cairo. 
Like Cairo is is cool. It's just a little bit hectic and Cairo's too noisy. Too and very noisy. Busy, noisy. And because the desert is close to the city, it's it's it looks like it's polluted more than it is. Yeah. Like because it's it's like you can see the sky is red. You know, mm -hmm. like at dawn and stuff, which is really an interesting experience as well. But if you go further south, you meet like you know really simple people living a simple life, but really beautiful life at the same time. Um, yeah, so that was my trip to Luxor, and then I went to Aswan, where um, the Nubian people live. The rich culture. Yeah, yeah the mm. culture is amazing. Um, and uh, I, I learned a lot, like, so they live, in, you know, a lot happened to them, to the Nubian people in Egypt. And when uh, Abdel Nasser built the, the dam. The tunnel the tunnel um there was uh, a lot of them had to immigrate because their villages were flooded so and some of them uh settled uh further down the nile and so they live there now and they have their own community and what's beautiful about it is like they just claim this land as theirs rightly so and the government is not allowed in police is not allowed in so they solve their own problem they have and their own, yeah. It's just incredible to see because they lived in such harmony and, you know, they all knew each other. I had a host um, and then he has Airbnb and all he wants is to make you feel like a queen or a king. You know, they just really want to host you well and welcome you and, you know, take you to the best places and feed you well. And, um, yeah, it was really nice going there and yeah I felt really well taken care of and yeah um so but also was you know was amazed that they live in peace, in peace without yeah. any police without any government and you know it makes you think that it is possible it is possible to have a sort of community that doesn't there's no violence that doesn't need to be heavily policed or you know um so yeah, that was really nice. Do you have any Nubian songs you could recommend? Um, I do Muhammad Munir. Yes, <laughs> I was. He appeared on the list that I had just before. But do you have a specific? Song? Shamandura. Shamandura. Okay, let me type it in. By um, Muhammad Munir. A beautiful voice. We've played Muhammad Munir on the show a couple of times. How do you spell Shamandura? Do you know? Um, with Arabic or English? Uh, oh, I found it. So it's S-H-A-M-A-N-D-O-R. For the listeners, if you want to um, listen to it on your own time as well.
That was so beautiful. Um, yeah, I haven't listened to this song before, so it's called Shamandura by Muhammad Munir, and it has a bit of Nubian and Arabic uh, language, which are both very different mm. languages. Um, which reminds me, when I went to Aswan, I did meet an amazing artist called Sabit Tbed. So I hope I'm saying it right. And he um, welcomed me into his beautiful house and showed me the amazing tambourine, Arabic, old Arabic tambourine instrument that he was making himself. And there's a video of it on our, on our Insta account. It's, it's really beautiful. Um, I had like a small interview and like he performed a bit. Um, and he was telling me like the, this tambourine used to be bigger. Mm. and bigger and bigger before because they believe that people were actually in bigger in size and then as the human you know evolved into a smaller being the tambourine the arabic tambourine is changed um and became smaller and then just to as a, as a j joke inside joke he had his own he made his own like miniature version of the tambourine to just you know um expand on that a little bit more so um, I'll play like a snippet he sent me on fa like on his Facebook account. There's gonna be talking in it and maybe a little bit music. Um, so let's do that. Yeah, salam. like can you please perform me a song and he just did it like 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 that yeah, it's that really beautiful nice, he's yeah. a beautiful person um and yeah we're you're here you're turning to salam radio show on 3cr community radio i'm your host marushti and i'm here with hamoudi hamoudi um and yeah we're inviting everyone to join the protest on the 23rd of december two o'clock today two o'clock um, Atherton Garden next to the basketball court. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> um, uh, let's continue playing some beautiful music that Hamoud is recommending. I have a list, or you can recommend. I have the list that you sent me. Should we do that? or? Uh, which one you want to yeah. play now? We can play Rajain Yahawa by Fairuz. Yes. Yeah. Fairuz is an iconic Lebanese singer. She's um, from Beit Rehbani, which is a known family in Lebanon, um, in art. And her son, Ziyad Rahmani, has co composed a lot of her music. And he kind of like introduced jazz to Middle Eastern music. And 
he, he was also um, he also produced uh, plays uh, which always had like sarcastic touch to them sa sarcastic satire political satire to them um, and yeah he's an icon in, in Lebanon if you're Lebanese you would know Fayouz and you would know Ziyad and they really represent like the Lebanese spirit in what they do um, so let's listen to Fayouz's beautiful voice Rajain Yahawa to start so one second all right let's do this Oh, oh, oh. 
What's taking place in Palestine is horrendous. The people of Gaza, who have survived ethnic cleansing, three wars and a 16-year siege, are now facing the biggest attacks ever mounted against them. This will only stop if governments like ours demand that it stop. Here are some ways that you can keep yourself informed and involved. Listen in to Palestine Remembered every Saturday morning at 9.30am or listen to the podcast. Join the APAN mailing list at apan.org.au for updates, news about actions you can get involved in and where you can donate to provide humanitarian assistance. Listen to other news and current affairs programs on 3CR that also cover Palestine. The oppression of the Palestinian people has been going on for 75 years. It has to stop. You can be part of making that happen by staying informed and active. APAN is a proud supporter of 3CR. And you're turning to Salam Radio Show on 3CR Community Radio. I'm here with Hamoudi. How are you, Hamoudi? I'm good. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Um, yeah, we were playing um, Fayrouz. We played Rajain Yahawa earlier. And then after that, we played Zahrat Al Madayin. Uh, it's so beautiful to listen to Fayrouz. Um, I remember, like in Lebanon, we listened to her every morning, like every taxi driver, like every station. Um, she'd be on, and yeah, brings back memory. Even in Alexandria. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. love Fayrouz, especially in winter. Fayrouz mm. is like here every time in winter. Nice. Winter or summer, but mainly winter. Yeah. <laughs> Do you also listen to it in your in Atherton yeah, Garden? Of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, music is a really beautiful way to get together and celebrate culture. And for this section of the show we are playing music that Hamoud is re- recommending. Hamoudi is a resident of the Atherton Garden building, um which uh uh, is part of the project for the government to demolish 
um, they plan to demolish 44. So buildings. in Fitzroy, there is um, four high rise, mm. and I am on one of them. Yeah, mm. live in one of them. Okay. Yeah. And it's a plan to be done by 2051. Yeah. So they said within Fitzroy, um, they're probably going to come back to us in 2030, 2033, something like that. Yeah. Mm. So still another, you know, couple of years to go. Um, yeah. Just to let you know, also, they it just doesn't happen overnight to demolish the high rise. It takes about a year because mm. they have to start from the top mm. and then bring it down. Yeah. Wow. Mm. So the process takes about a year or two to. Well, that's the thing. It was with this kind of stuff. It's you know it's been happening. A lot of rights are taken away from us slowly, and mm -hmm. we don't see the effects straight away. Yeah. But. With time, you know, you notice it in, in so many different ways. Like, w with time, we won't have diverse community in the city of Melbourne and in those areas where those um, public housing will be demolished. And that's so sad. Like, it, you know, it doesn't hit you straight away, but, you know, it's happening. Yeah. And, but what we could do straight away is, is stop it and protest, I guess. There is actually like a sec second, second generation living there. Like, you know, mm. their family, like the mom being raised and born in mm. Fitzroy, even the kids born and raised, they go to the same school mm. as their mom, mm. you know. So imagine being like first and second generation born mm. in, in Fitzroy and raised in Fitzroy. Yeah. Yeah. And this has been happening to other flats as well or other buildings well no no not all well, i would say yeah. this not all high rises are in good condition like yeah, not okay. the way they yeah. renovated they haven't got renovated some of them like the one in um south yara mm. yeah um they are still in old condition they haven't yeah. got renovated yeah yeah but uh, with Aston garden it's like renovated they yeah, spend they spend a lot of money building. on it yeah so it's just but even with the those buildings that are not renovated, um, as we said before, there's studies that say it's more feasible and sustainable to fix those buildings rather than get rid of it. Yeah. Them, so. If they want to build, build for the one on the waiting list. Mm. There's plenty exactly. of people on the waiting 65, list. Sixty-five thousand on the application. And so if they want to build, yeah, for um, the waiting list, we 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 got homes, you know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> build for the one in the waiting list you know yeah have a better plan and then yeah yeah and also it's important to note that this was there was no consultation yeah so if you are providing alternatives if the government is providing good alternatives people wouldn't object people would be you know mm. okay with it um but it's not even that's not even clear yeah um well, let's go back to COVID. Yeah, oh, COVID lockdown. Yeah. You know, it was it was really, really hard in the flats. Mm. Um, but in the same time, um, we had it easy, I would say. Because, mm. you know, like... I heard other flats were worse. So oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Uh, Flamington, Flamington, yeah. Flamington and North Melbourne. They yeah. had a harsh lockdown. Mm. Like a harsh, harsh lockdown. Yeah. Um, in Fitzroy, thank God, we did not have these conditions. Mm. Um... We were still mixing, <laughs> mm. even though we were not supposed to. But yeah, we not we didn't have problems in um, in the high rise in Fitzroy. Mm. Um, yeah. Also, Co Health did a big role 
with um, the lockdown, providing mm. like families and stuff. Yeah, mm. it was really hard, but yeah, we got by it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good to have each other when at times like this. But it was badly done in it was. Flemington. In Flem- oh, in Flemington. Yeah. I wouldn't know if that happened in Fitzroy, what happened to them in Flemington and North Melbourne. I don't know, like, how would I survive or go out on my day or, yeah. Mm. It was a really harsh lockdown on them. Yeah. And, you know, and I had, I had like, people that I knew that they were staying there. Like, they had no access out, you know? Yeah. And it's like, what did the government achieve by being, by doing this? Like, mm. being so, like, police is heavily... Um, employed on people who are vulnerable, like even the protests, like there's a lot of and now and now they give them like some money, just be like, oh, okay, you know, yeah. we're like, but it's not even much. Oh like, yeah, the compensation I heard yeah, some yeah. are. But then when you um, divide it on all of them, it won't be much. Uh, like for each person, how much would they get? Yeah, it won't be much. I mean, compared to the, you know, to the consequences that they've gone through, like probably a lot of people had worsened their health and mental health and you know um some people so committed some, some people died because of that mm, lockdown. yeah yeah it's like there's no nothing that can compensate a loss of life yes, definitely. um and and the effect it would have on the other residents as well who lived in those buildings and are still there anxiety depression yeah 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 um yeah, so I wish we could live in a world where, you know, especially Victoria has a really big police presence. And I guess, like, recently, and they're heavily funded by our Labour government, so... Have you seen um, yeah, the police demanding more more so money now? Like, yeah, they want to have more pay? It's really They're underpaid, they think. Uh, I saw that, and I was like, what do you think of that, to be honest? I, I think, okay... I do you do you I, think they deserve more money to get paid no, more money? No, definitely not. Yeah, I think it's better if they quit their jobs. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and I guess like okay, there's worse things that need to be funded. They're already really well funded just because you're working on a Sunday because of the protests. Probably like why they're protesting. Mm-hmm. Um, get over it. Like seriously, like but if and, you if you want to be better paid. Like, you get a notice that you are part of us too. You are part of the system. Well, they do yeah. there to protect us. Just let's, let's be clear mm. in the protest. Like, mm. after I saw what I saw today, yeah. they're not there to, like, protect anyone. Mm-mm. They're there to protect the other side of the businesses. Like, I've seen mm. six of them standing in front of Starbucks, Starbucks yeah. and six of them starting, standing in front of McDonald's. They're not, they're not there to, like, to protect us. No, and wait, They're so there to protect the other side. Exactly. I'm like... You know, they're wasting the... Oh, also even the, even today, when happened with the incident, the police were watching when uh, the guy was, like, swearing, yelling. Yeah, verbally were, abusing yeah, the yeah, protesters. He, he was just, like, literally... They were literally watching. Mm. They did not care. Yeah, and, like, I've seen them taking... They wanted they wanted the conflict. They actually wanted the protesters to uh, go and yeah. fight. Like, they wanted to make us look bad. Yeah, which has happened, uh, I guess, like, uh, in the protests at Caulfield. A lot of things were aggravated and the police made it worse um that's what i'm saying they're not yeah. here to protect us yeah 
No, and like also there, like there's so many of them for a really peaceful protest. Like it's it's um, you know, it's exaggerated this fear that you have of people peacefully protesting for to stop a genocide. Like come yeah. on, and um, you know, they, they, I've seen them after the protest just taking out stickers as if it's their jobs. We're not paying you. We're not paying our tax money. For you to take out stickers. Collecting stickers after protesters are sticking and around. And then, um, yeah, it's really, really interesting because also in the protest last week, I don't know, probably the same this week, there was um, a camera profiling people by the police, a policeman profiling oh, they, they do people. that every, every Sunday. They're recording, yeah, every Sunday. Well, that's... Does that mean we live in a democratic place? Like, well, if you're if you're threatening us with you know, profiling our figures to, to stop us to come to a protest or to make us scared. Like how is I that? I guess I guess they're doing public studies right now. <laughs> they started this they're, they're studying people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's not right. That's not right. And um yeah, there's a lot to be fixed and um yeah, police, if you're not getting if you think you're getting you're not getting paid enough for a job just quit get a better job there's way more like if you are in the police force to in better society to protect us and to protect ourselves yeah um do your job right or it's a rotten institute like why don't you just do social work or <laughs> and and when yeah. you are a protest at least be friendly don't stand mm. there look intimidating you know yeah they're yeah. not. They're not friendly. They're not there. Like, you know. mm. it's like we're wasting their time. Yeah, you know? yeah. That, even even the way attitude. that yeah. the attitude that look they have in their face, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's like why are you there then? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, we got thirty minutes left for the show. You're tuning to Salam Radio Show. On 3CR Community Radio. Um, can I play a song? Yes, or please. do you have a... Uh, no, no, play. Play the song, um, yeah. I just want to play this song because it fits with this name. And it's by Rebel Diaz. Revolution has come. to learn how to use this properly. <laughs> All right, done. Come back to Africa's business. 
sending us to prison instead of sending us to college. The janitor's mop can't clean the situation when the dictator of our nation is called a corporation. Swear to God, my mama never supported Obama. I'm a Chicago riot starter like a Haymarket martyr. I'd rather focus on the streets, organizing the tribes. Go against the grain and know that I tried. I'm not into working backwards. I'm talking direct action. I'm talking fighting for freedom for the poor and working classes. I would work for reform. This is for my unborn. I'm putting on a ski mask and this weapon is drawn. That was Revo- Revolution Has Come by Rebel Diaz. A uh, really cool band. Highly check, recommend to check them out. I think they're from Ch- Chile, based in New York and Chicago. And yeah, you're tuning to Salam Radio Show. I'm here with Hamoudi. Hi, Hamoudi. Hello. We're <laughs> <laughs> back again. Mm, I hope you're enjoying this Sunday afternoon because. Um, I'm having a good time. In this well, studio. to be honest, this is my first time to ever be on the radio, so it's yeah. kind of cool, you know. You're doing so well, you know. Um, yeah, um, yeah. What's what's what do you feel like playing or talking about? Um, well, the last one I want to play is the Hemlarabi. Oh, let's leave. The oh, actually, yes, we have enough time for that. So this song is very long on Spotify. I I knew it was a long song, but not sure if I'm, yeah, if um, that's the official version, but it's 19 minutes, so it'll be the last song. Yeah, we can play it. We can yeah. cut it short if you want. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd love to k- uh, play it. It's such a good song to end with. Alhelm um, al-Arabi means the Arabic dream. The Arabic dream, yeah. And it's a collab between a array of artists from around the Arab world, and it's very nostalgic. Yeah. Um, and it also came out for Palestine early 2000. That's when it was made, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just so you know how long this has been mm. of a struggle. 
Um, I think since I was born. I was yeah. born in 1987, so as I was growing up, I just seen it on national TV. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a beautiful song. Um, but I also wanted to say, I forgot to mention this earlier, but this is our last show for the year. Um, it's been a pleasure. I mean, we're coming back on the 14th of January. Uh, and it's been a pleasure to bring to um, music and shows uh, on 3CR Community Radio. Um, this show is uh, on uh, Arabic and, um, uh, you know, Turkish or Iranian music or um, mainly from the Arabic and uh, Middle Eastern, greater Middle Eastern world. But we also play um, other music from the global south. And in the the last 10 weeks, we've been doing shows focused on Palestine. And uh, in the heart of every topic, we talk about this, you know, the cause of Palestine, which we all relate to. Um, and um, yeah, we've we've taken a, a, a bit of a, initiative to change a little bit the show and and have a, a more of a talk back feel to it where we have guests and you know talk about the protest talk about palestine um you know music should be revolutionary and we should should be relevant to our lives and yeah did you want to say something no also i wanted to thank you for having yeah. me on your last show yeah for the year so such <laughs> thank a you. special so yeah. Shukran shout out to, shout out to marina you know <laughs> <laughs> uh, for yes. supporting the community and everyone you know yeah, yeah i mean this is the least we could do it this is a community radio show and it's all about the community and we sh yeah it's it's been a pleasure to to hi to highlight those voices and uh, yeah, I can't wait to see you next year. You gotta keep an eye out because we ha we do, we are planning a really special show on the 14th of Jan, and there will be live music, and I'm really excited about that. So yeah, keep an eye out on our Instagram account and uh, keep supporting 3CR. It's literally the only station speaking, talking about Palestine uncensored. Um, and other uh, important topic uh, in terms of indigenous uh, people right here in Australia and uh, about West Papua, about, you know, d uh, disability, um, community events, community issues. Um, so it's, you know, it's really R needs your help always. It only realizes the reason why we are able to speak about real issues without being censored is that we are community radio. We do not rely on government or any other funding, but your support. We rely on your support. So uh, please keep us in mind and help us continue. And uh, see you next year. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah. Did you want to say something? Yeah. And also don't forget on the 23rd yes. of December yeah. at two o'clock, Afton Garden. Be there. Behind, um, next to the basketball court. Be there, please. What do you think people and come for bring? the support? Yeah, what do you think people should bring with them? Just bring yourself. Bring yourself. <laughs> just bring yourself. What yeah. about like banners and no, no, no. stay hydrated? Just, just yeah. get water. Just get water. Can they bring a basketball? Bring a basketball. There will, <laughs> there will be there will be like amazing 
um, you meet lovely people there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be a beautiful community event as well as a protest. I feel. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll leave you with the last song, Al Hilm Al Arabi, which is a collab between different Arabic artists. Salam, everyone. جوايا حلم كبير جدا لان في الحقيقه بقالي مده طويله ما بحلمش فقدت الامل في الحلم حلمت كتير زيكم كلكم انه يبقى في يوم من الايام في وحده وطنيه وحلمت كتير زيكم كلكم ان في يوم من الايام يبقى في وحده عربيه سياسيه زيكم كلكم حلمت كتير والاحلام ما اتحققتش فزهقت وبطلت احلم وبعدين حسيت ان في حلم بيتحقق اجتماع جميل اتحقق لاول مره فابتديت احلم تاني بحلم ان يبقى هناك بيت المقدس العربي مره اخرى وان تعود ارض فلسطين
خلي الأماني حقيق واحسب لي وقتك حساب كل الدروب الغليقة يفتح لها الحب باب خلي الأماني حقيقة واحسب لي وقتك حساب كل الدروب الغليقة يفتح لها الحب باب